Hello! <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 25. Uh, now with 95% less garbage fire. Yes, 95. 95%. Um, so, you know what? I'm going to say 85%. 80, oh, yeah, you know. Still a little bit of garbage Pro fire, because you know what? That's where the charm comes from. Yeah, the char. Because mm, it's charred, because it's fire. Oh, I get it. That sucks. <laughs> uh, what up? Alec, what up, Damien? What up, Super Ty? What up, Justin? Shiftiest Ninja, Daniel Ramos, Tevia, AJ, Daniel. I like your your icon. It's yeah, real close up of Sonic. <laughs> Vicky, uh, Connor. Hello, everybody. I would like to thank you for fifteen thousand subscribers. Yep. Do you know who says it like that? Who says like fifteen thousand? Subscribers. I feel like that's just a parody of any like generic that's, announcer. That's Keemstar, the okay. drama alert guy. Ah, uh, okay. A lot, a, lot of, a lot of drama around him. Yep. But uh, I'm no, not going to get into that. Yeah. Seriously, thank you guys so much for your continued support and subscriptions and viewership. Uh, we can't do this without you, and we're going to keep thanking you every thousand subscribers. Yes, because it's a big, it's a big deal. We need to do something for. I know 20 is a little far off. We need yeah. to do something for that. Oh yeah, we'll. We'll talk about I feel it like we camera. just high five for 14, though. We did. So, we'll know. keep high-fiving until, you know, we get one of those little uh, YouTube button things. Yeah, I want a button. Yeah. A little button for my shirt, because we're only at 15,000. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I want to, first and foremost, just, uh, yeah, you know what? You guys are the diehards, so we're going to talk about... Uh, our favorite thing right now, the Sonic Humble Bundle. <laughs> yep. Uh, if you've never played a Sonic game or haven't played one of these games, you should get this Humble Bundle. This is... Um, Why can't I scroll? This always happens to me. There we go. Okay, so the first tier, any amount, you can donate any amount. So a dollar. And you're guaranteed the original Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, Sonic Adventure DX, Sonic 3D Blast, and Sonic CD. Yeah. And only one of those games is garbage. Yes. Do Sonic you know? 3D Blast. All right, good. We're on the same page. I also don't really like the first Sonic that much. It's, the first Sonic has aged a little badly, but, you know, it still plays really well. And, it you know, it's nice to see where this franchise started. Right. It's a piece you know? of history. Yes. Uh, if you pay... More than the average, which is $9.56. Why did I say it like that? <laughs> $9.57. You might you might as well just pay the $10. But yeah. if you pay more than $9.56, you get Sonic the Hedgehog 4, episode, episode one, 1, which Sonic 4 is awesome. Yes. That game is awesome. Absolutely awesome. Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing, which I can't speak to. It's actually good. Is it? I played more of um, I played more of the second one, which is really good. But yeah, no, those are actually good kart racing games. Sonic the Hedgehog two, which some argue is the best Sonic game, which I disagree with. I would say it's up there. It's definitely a top five Sonic game. Sonic Adventure two Battle, which I argue is a very good Sonic game. Yes. A lot of people argue that it is a very bad mm -hmm. Sonic game, but I argue that it is a very good Sonic game. One of the best Sonic games, yes. I would argue. Uh, and if you just suck it up and pay ten dollars. You get whatever is get, just below my reach. You get World, which was originally a Wii U exclusive, but now it's on Steam, so you'll get the Steam version, um, which I liked. I know some people have problems with it, but I thought it was really good. Um, Sonic Generations, which I think is one of the best Sonic games 
of all time. That's just a collection of the best stuff. Yeah, it's, it's and just, like modernized. It's basically Sega apologizing for the last ten years of Sonic games and promising to do better and reminding you why you like Sonic in the first place. Um, then they make Sonic Boom, but you know what? They they fell off the wagon. It's okay. Um, and it comes with the Casino Nights DLC, which is basically um, pinball tables themed after the Casino Night Zone. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, and then it also Sonic Hedgehog 4 Episode 2. Which is the same as Sonic 4 Episode Except 1. So you can play with Tails now. Oh, yes. Yeah. And then Sonic All-Stars Racing Transformed. And if you pay $35 or more, you get that cool shirt. Just, just get the shirt. I will say, if you want, Sonic 4 is good on the phone, too. Yes. So, a lot of people hate on Sonic. Right. They say... They argue there is no good Sonic games. Those people can just go to hell. There are a lot of bad Sonic games. I have no time in my life but for people who say there are no good Sonic games. There are a lot of bad Sonic games. There are a you lot of bad. You can agree. Yes. But this bundle has a lot. It has yeah. It has what? Can, can you count? I can't Four, count. It has, right now it has 12. It has 12 Sonic games Sonic. and only one of them is a bad game. Yes. And keep in mind, it says more games coming soon. So that... Yeah, it'll probably mean Sonic 3, Sonic and Knuckles. Yeah, Sonic 3 are going to be here. Sonic 3 and Sonic and Knuckles. Count those as one game. Yeah. Uh, Best Sonic game. If I had a PC, I would definitely just plunk down the $10 and just buy these because. Also, we are not paid for this. Oh, a lot of those are Mac, actually. Are they? Yeah. It's not available for Mac, 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 not available for Mac. Which one's available for Mac? None it said Mac and PC. None of them are. They're all uh, Windows, PC, Steam. Wow, code. that sucks. Um, I should, all of these games can run on Mac. I should also note one thing. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic the Hedgehog 2 are add-ons. What that basically means is when you get the codes for them, you're also downloading... Uh, what the hell is it called? Hang on. Um, this game is redeemed as DLC for the Sega Mega Drive and Genesis Classics in your Steam library. Okay. So basically, that's like... Um, how, how can I put this? That's like a hub program. And then Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic 2 are basically DLC for that program. So you play it inside that program. Right. That you know that program also you can buy other Genesis games like Streets of Rage, Ristar, Gunstar Heroes, things like that. I forgot which one, but one of them has the code for a Sega Genesis emulator in it. I think, I think all of them. I think actually. it's I think it's this one. It might be all of them. All of the Sonic. I mean, all of the Sega Genesis games that are on Steam might might have because they might be running because they're emulator. all part of um, Sega Mega Drive and Genesis Classics. Well, well he, here's here's the thing. Um, People like it was a big news story when people found that out that yeah. they that they just used somebody's oh. emulator, yeah, to 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 run their own games on the computer. But emulators are all run with the same source code. Like yeah. there's a bunch of different emulators well, out there to run these games, and they're all run off of the same architecture. Like one guy wrote and yeah. wrote the emulator, and everybody else just stole from that. So yeah. it's not that weird. Also, to too, um, it's just funny. Anything in the Sega Mega Drive and Genesis Classics collection, um, you can upload your own mods and stuff to that thing. So, like, I don't, I don't know if you remember, like, from a few weeks back, the Streets of Rage with Tim Allen's. <laughs> no, you don't remember that? No, somebody modded Streets of Rage two so that every time somebody dies, it just goes. <laughs> 
and like people oh, upload yeah. that to Steam, and you can download it as long as you have a legitimate copy of Streets of Rage two. So like, that's cool. Now that you own Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic two, you can you know upload and download mods for those games. Somebody in the chat, I just I just lost it. Somebody said, or you could just get an emulator, <laughs> or that. Uh, well, but but then you don't get uh, Lost Worlds. Yeah, you don't, yeah, get, you don't get Lost Worlds. You don't get Sonic Generations. You don't get Sonic Adventures. Sonic also, Four. Sonic Four. Also, this money goes to charity. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> you you can emulate uh, the 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 most advanced one of these that you can emulate easily would be Sonic Adventure Two. And you know what? I wouldn't say easily. Yeah, it, it was a it was a little easy. Dreamcast emulation is still a little hit and miss. It's a little it's a little iffy. Yeah, but. I mean, it's just for ten bucks, you get all this yeah. stuff, you know. It's, and for it's thirty-five, good. you get a pretty rad T-shirt. Like um, we're lucky, we we saved all our games. Yeah, which we have all of these already. Yeah, but if we sold games or threw out games or you know, I'll be honest. If I had a a Windows PC, I would I would you know put you in for this bundle because you right. know I'd have it all here. That would be, be nice. If it worked for Mac, then I yeah. might. What I am thinking of doing though is because in addition to the Sonic video games bundle for the 25th anniversary of Sonic the Hedgehog, there is a comic book bundle uh, for yes. Sonic the Hedgehog uh, 25th anniversary. You get a whole bunch of Archie comics. Uh, Archie puts out Sonic the Hedgehog comics. Um, up to 15 bucks, you get like you get a lot of stuff in there. And also another comics bundle coming soon. Uh, let me see this. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'll be honest. I've only read like a handful of Sonic comics and they're all out there they're all very out there but i mean the people who i mean this is the longest running video game comic series ever and it's one of the few comic series still using its original numbering like it's up in like the almost 300 now you know one of the artists i think i don't know if it's, if it's any of these books mm-hmm. one of the artists was on the wolf then he was uh jam Polick or something. Check out our video from New York Comic Con <laughs> where we interview him as he's doing a uh, Mega Man. Yes, stuff. he is a primarily a Mega Man artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, that's a New York Comic Con video towards the end. Yep. Um, all right. So we talked a lot about Sonic. Yes, because he's awesome. Do you know what he did yesterday? Yes. What Sonic did? Our best friend Sonic. He tweeted, uh, "Great job on the release at Mighty Number no. Nine." Uh, it's better than nothing. And then this face. I feel like we should give that a lot of context. So, oh, people got really mad at him for, right. for saying that. I, I, I'm saying it as if he's a real person. Yeah. Um, people got really mad about that. I'm like, a, a lot of developers got mad at him because I, under, I understand. I can I see that. I can yeah. see it from their perspective, but like, that's funny. It's funny. Yeah. You know, and, and one person uh, put up a picture that, of a game cover and it said, Sonic and the Glass House. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, and yeah sonic hasn't had a lot of good games recently but that was just a funny little thing he, yeah. he likes to like he joke is... around with with other twitter accounts and stuff and he, and he like he goes after you know people he's he went after game trailers once because game trailers did a video where they said um you know don't lie to yourself sonic generations wasn't good you're delusional if you think it was and then the sonic twitter account was just like hey before you call people delusional don't forget you gave that game an eight out of ten <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for the Sonic underscore Hedgehog. Oh account. my God! So the context of that tweet that he made, yeah, about my number nine, is that they did a live stream when they released my number nine. We sh- I feel like we should back up even more. Okay, 
So Mighty Number no. Nine is finally out after God knows how long. Well, I have a lot to say about the release of Mighty Number no. Nine. All right, we'll we'll get, we'll get to that. Um, so yeah, it finally came out, and long story short, it's not that good. It's it's not getting good reviews. Um, it had a it also had a bungled launch. People aren't getting their uh, download codes. The Kickstarter backers aren't getting download codes. And that's what I have a lot to say about. <laughs> we'll we'll get to that. Um, and then they were doing a live stream. Keiji Nafune and his uh, translator, whose name escapes me at the time, um, were talking about that, and they addressed the issues there. And the translator was talking about it, and at the end of translating for Inafune, he said, he basically said, you know, all this stuff happened, it's better than nothing. Right. I'm going to see if I can pull up the actual crap he said. He, well, he, he like he talked about all of the things that happened, and then he said, you know, at the end of the day, it's better than yeah. nothing. Um, it should also be noted that he's one of the tran- types of translators that will add his own words. Yeah. Since Japanese is so different than English. Yeah. He'll just add stuff to make it, to, to give a little more context mm-hmm. or a little more character. So that might not even be something that Inafune said. That yeah, might, I think it was that confirmed that Inafune been, did not say it. It might have just been him. But also, who even cares? Like, <laughs> I, I get what he's saying. It's just, it's just funny that he said that about a game. Right, but at the same time, I mean, for a game like this where... People donated four million dollars to, you know, make this a reality. They they are proving that they do want these type of games, you know, old school style platformers, reminiscent of Mega Man or games like that. And for it to come out after three years of development with little to no updates as to what's going on, and right. now you come out and say that's better than nothing. I mean, that that's that's a bad move, bro. So that's why the Sonic Twitter account. Said it's better than nothing. Yeah, that was just requoting what they said during yeah. the live stream. So I, as I've said many times, was a Kickstarter back Kickstarter backer for this. I was. This is one of the first Kickstarters I've ever Kickstarted. Because mm-hmm. um, I spiritual successor to Mega Man, I want to play it. Yeah. Uh, so I backed it twice. They ha- they gave out surveys to yeah. ask what platform you wanted it on. Because the first one, they like lost the results or something. <laughs> Which is probably a bad sign. So you had to fill it out twice. I'm shocked. 80-something percent of people did the survey the second time. Which really? Is, which is insane. Yeah. If you didn't fill out the survey, you get a Steam code. So they're saying that the other percentage probably just wanted the Steam code. Yeah. Um, I wanted the Vita code. Right. I clicked Vita. And they said if you get... I was a little worried about this. They said if you get Vita, you get cross by cross save with ps4 and playstation 3 mm-hmm. awesome that's exactly what i want so uh monday comes around midnight comes around and i'm like yo wait am i gonna get my code you know bless you <coughs> thank you i'm like am i gonna Sorry. get my code people are like going to the stores and buying yeah. it right now where's my freaking code i've been waiting three years for this thing <laughs> i'm a diehard here yeah give me my freaking code and to my complete surprise, it was in my inbox at like midnight. Oh, nice. At like 12.05, <laughs> it was in my inbox. I was like, wow. And it was distributed through hum- Humble Bundle. So I, I was like sick. And I was on the computer at the time. So I just copied the code and pasted it into the PlayStation Store, you know, thing. Yeah. So I pasted it in there. 
And it was like, your code doesn't work, bro. Damn. So I was like, why does my freaking code work? <laughs> so I assumed that was because I wanted the Vita version. The Vita version isn't out yet. Right. Only the PS4 version. Right. But I should get the PS4 version. Mm-hmm. So my code didn't start working until earlier today. There was an issue. They said it was in the email that they gave out. They were offshooting the blame a lot. Most of the blame was being shifted to Humble Bundle. Yeah. Which at this point, stop shifting the blame. Yeah. <laughs> You've taken a lot of heat. Just take it already. Um, so Humble Bundle, something happened and the codes weren't working. But now the same code that I had is now activated and it worked. I didn't actually download it on my PS4 yet because I just freaking got home. Yeah. So, also too, it should be pointed out that when, uh, what the hell was I gonna say? When, you know, the game launched, they announced on launch day that the Xbox 360 version was also delayed. Right. Which is kind of a big deal. <laughs> Xbox 360. Yeah. I don't think that's that big of a deal. I think it is, because, you know, there's still, like, however many millions of people who have an Xbox 360. They're probably waiting to play this game on the Xbox 360, and now they can't. Yeah. Well, Vita and 3DS being delayed, I think, is is a... Right. I think 3DS is a huge deal. Oh, yeah. Because that's... That, I, when I fill out the first survey, I picked 3DS, because I didn't have a Vita. Either way... Either way, the fact that, you know, you're delaying this even more... And you're not really giving us a lot of... Re- they eventually like started to talk about like some of the reasons why um, things were going to lay. But like, the, the messaging with this Kickstarter was very bad. Because, you know, the Kickstarter was successful. They didn't really talk about what was going on. They started launching more Kickstarters for Red Ash and other projects. That they was announced- dumb. They announced ReCore with Armature. And it's going to be this big thing for uh, Xbox One. Which looks great, but... The trailer looks great. True. <laughs> I don't know about how it's actually going to be. But um, Inafune came out and said that one of the biggest struggles was that they released it on 10 platforms. Yeah. Which was a bad move. Because like, he's always very, worked with publishers It's very and stuff. ambitious, but yeah, it was and, a... And they, they have encoding houses and stuff that, yeah. that would, uh, you know, take some of the load off. Right. And their whole job would be just to port it. And they're doing it all by themselves. Yeah, I they should have just stuck with a couple, you know. Yeah, but but you know the problem was that they reached the Kickstarter did so well it reached so many tiers. Yeah, that they were forced to have some tiers that were like released on 3ds, released on. I think the last tier was 3ds and Vita. Yeah, and so they had to fulfill it, and I guess they didn't expect how much work that was going to be. Yeah, and that's why it got delayed a million times. Uh, I also think. It should be noted that, well, Inaf- did Inafune work on all of the Mega Man games, like the like the recent ones? I think so. I'm pretty sure he did, right? Yeah. Uh, it should be noted that those did not review well at oh, all. Oh no! Like Mega Man Seven and Eight, people did not like those games. I thought they were fun for like a little bit, you know? Yeah. Like they weren't like awful. Like I, I think that they felt like Sonic games. Yeah. You know. Like, I like this character, so I'm willing to deal with it to play it. Yeah. Um, and that's exactly what I thought that Mighty Number no. 9 was going to be. It's just going to be... It's just going to be that. Because that's what he does. Like, Inafune made these games that aren't that good anymore. Yeah. Like, he made great games back in the day, but he's not putting out the same good stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, at the same time, like... 
you know, with the Mega Man games, you don't know how much of that is in Afune or how much is that right. is Capcom. That's true. I mean, now it looks like this might be, you know, it a little bit Inafune. of Inafune, which, but, you know, this is a really bad precedent it sets because now you got other similar Kickstarters like um, Ukulele and Bloodstains. Right. You know, these are games that are spiritual successors to other games that we remember from our past that aren't being made anymore. I mean, and that's not to say that. Uh, ukulele and Bloodstain are going to be bad games. We don't know. But now let's say, you know, a developer comes along and says, hey, I want to make a spiritual successor to Battletoads. You know, if they see how Mighty Number no. 9 went, you know, they might not donate to it. Right. You just got to look at the track record, I guess. Yeah. A little, little closer. Like, there could be huge hits, but there could be a lot of missteps. Yeah. Like, uh, who's the Castlevania guy? Iga? Igarashi. Igarashi. Yeah. Um, he made. There's been some recent Castlevania games. Yeah. Some of them are bad. He well, he was pretty much in charge of all the ones on uh, GBA, DS, and 3DS, and those all reviewed very well. The Game Boy Advance one, especially the Game Boy awesome. Advance ones. Yeah, I remember. So, oh, I think that's the only one I played. He started with uh, Symphony of the Night, which is considered the greatest of all time. And that's what this is a spiritual successor to. Yes, the 3D ones were not good. Right, the ones on PlayStation, and, and this is not a three. This is not a so. This I think I think that uh, Bloodstain Symphony of the Night has a much like that's going to be good. That, that should I be could fine. see that being yeah. good. Ukulele, I don't know because uh, it's been a while. It's been a while. Like, those types of games. Have it been. looks good. Yeah. Uh, Beck does not. He's not a well designed character. No. Like Mega Man is iconic. He's like yeah. really really well designed. Beck is not really. I mean, I don't know. I just. And you know the art style changed with the with that game, so we we went from looking decent to worse. I don't know, man. It's it really sucks. You know, I think we were all rooting for this game. Tevia says he did work on Meg- the Mega Man X series. Uh, I have to say I'm a big Mega Man fan, specifically mm-hmm. Mega Man X, just the the first game. <laughs> Mega Man X is closer to what Inafune wanted for Mega Man and Zero is actually like one of his original designs for Mega Man. Right. Well, I think it's just that uh Mega Man was supposed to be red. Yeah. And he was blue because the NES could put out more blue. Right. And that you can make it more detailed even though he's not very detailed mm-hmm. like at all. It's just it's just what they what they could, you know, work with. But uh yeah, to to be like I love Mega Man. I haven't played all of the games. I haven't yeah. even like scratched the surface of Mega Man games I can play. Yeah. But uh we had Mega Man three on yeah. uh NES, NES. So we played it. We used to rent a bunch of them a lot. I don't think we got we got Mega Man three pretty late in the game. I we think. did, but I remember renting like, you know, five and six and two and a bunch of them and uh and we didn't have a Super Nintendo, so I couldn't play Mega Man X, but I used to play it on emulators all yeah. the time. And then when we finally got Super Nintendo, that was one of the first games I got. That, mm-hmm. No, it was the second game I got. First game I got was Super Mario World, because I didn't even have a Super Nintendo at the time. I was going to barter with a person to trade them Super Mario World for an entire Super Nintendo. Yeah. And that didn't work out. I wonder why. <laughs> uh, Justin Colley says, I like cheese pizza. That's a good, uh, it's a good type of pizza. Uh, AJ says, my number nine, two. Look for it in Fig 2017 or whatever he says. Maybe, yeah. Fig, yeah. Fig, for all of you who don't know, Fig is a, it's like Kickstarter, but 
for video games and it's you get a portion of if if you're a registered investor you get a portion yeah. of the uh you know you be you you own part of it pretty much yeah uh we got a lot of big mega man fans yeah there. i mean mega man's cool but it looks like he's, he's dead it's just dead there's no way they're making a mighty number no. nine two at this point i mean they might even right. just straight up cancel red ash because that's supposed to be Mega Man Legends. They should straight up cancel Red Ash. Yeah. A lot of people are saying that Mega Man Legends was never good. <laughs> I didn't like it. I liked it. I, I liked the like first it. one. I didn't like it. I didn't think it was that good. You, it, you cannot go back and play it, though. No. It did not age well. It was in that weird spot when 3D was just starting apparently, out. Because, you know, it controls really weirdly on PlayStation. Apparently, on N64, it controls better. Because you can use the full analog stick movement. On N64? Yeah. Angry Video Game Nerd did a review uh, of it. Well, that's how we played it. Yeah. We didn't have a PlayStation at the mm-hmm. time. All right. Moving on. Yes. Uh, so Where were we? Well, we talked about my number nine. We talked about my number nine. Uh, let's do uh, Let's. You know what? We're on tweets, and I'm a little angry. So <laughs> let's go here to, to the weird, the weird curveball I wanted to show you. Okay. So I tweeted this today. I just I quoted a tweet. I just wanted to link my tweet so everybody could see it. The girl who started the Gamergate situation. Anita, Anita Sarkeesian? No. The actual oh, girl. Oh, Zoe Quinn. Zoe Quinn. Yes, her. Yeah. I didn't even know who she was. I didn't know this was her because right. Jim Sterling just retweeted this. Um, she tweeted, What the F did I ever do to you, Nintendo, that y'all had to make my suffering into an effing joke? And it is a screen. That's what that was. It is a. I thought this. I thought th- that tweet was a joke, but apparently this is serious. The screenshot is of. It looks like Paper Mario. It looks like the new one, Sticker Star, or not Sticker Star, the paint one, whatever, whatever the new one is. Yeah. It's Mario in front of a bunch of toes, and it says, "Let's watch the five fun guys dance and shuffle." Get it, fun guys? Yeah. Uh, and then. Man, is this going to ruin my career? I can see the headline now: Shufflegate exposed. Oh God. <laughs> So she's upset that Nintendo made a joke out of her uh, whole situation. I, I, I guess rightfully so. I mean, that was. A, I mean, that no. Was, yes. My tweet was, "All right, calm down." <laughs> I mean, look at. I mean, in all fairness to her, Gamergate kind of ruined her life. But so, but gate is put on the end of any controversy. But the, here's the thing, because the whole the whole thing kicked off because. You know, part of the whole, you know, controversy was she cheated on this one guy with five other guys. Oh, that I didn't know. (laughs) Snap, Nintendo. (laughs) Damn. Yeah, that's that's why this is a big deal. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. So the the five fun guys. Yeah, that's awesome. That's (laughs) I, I, I like that. I mean, yeah, it's, it's it's funny. It's kind of funny, but it's also kind of wrong at the same time. I mean, I think that the Paper Mario series is known for having uh, adult jokes in it. It's known for being out there. Right. Yeah. And doing, like, weird crap like that. Yeah. So, you know, I don't... I think that's a huge overreaction. I mean, if I was her, I I wouldn't feel like I would be overreacting because, like I said, Gamergate, like, you know, was a 
big deal she to said her. you're she making would... a joke out of my suffering though yeah it sounds like you're you're i mean what i didn't know that it was five <laughs> it was five dudes that like changes it a little that bit. like makes it very specific like you can only be talking right, about right. one person right but it's not that like she, they didn't say anything about it they just said I'm they referenced get in trouble for this. They referenced it. Shufflegate exposed. That's what they said. Yeah. It, the fact that the fact that it was they specifically referenced five guys and Shufflegate, you know, those two together, I mean, you can draw your own conclusions from there. Right, but how is it offensive? It's offensive to her because you know, this is a part of her life that she's clearly trying to you know, move past and go beyond. This is a really tough time for this one. It like if I, you want to move past it, then don't draw attention to it, like you just did by tweeting it I to mean, your seventy thousand followers. Like, also, would, like the, the actual, the actual part, the actual screenshots didn't seem offensive. Like, like there's not no. No, like, they don't seem offensive. But no, like, like something like that, could, you know, could be offensive to certain people, and that was clearly offensive right. to her. You would think a company, any, not just Nintendo, but any video game company, would steer far. Away from anything related. I mean, they to should Gamer have known if they put gate on there, they're gonna something's gonna happen. Not necessarily, because you know, like you said, gate is just the suffix. You know, they attach it to everything, but the fact that it's specific, it's specifically referencing it. There's no doubt about it. It's specifically referencing GamerGate. It, it like you can't deny that. Vicky says something really funny in the chat, but I can't repeat it because <laughs> it'll get us in trouble. <sighs> Frederick says, "You go, Nintendo." <laughs> Daniel says, no, it's just funny. Does anybody think it's offensive? Noah Localization Team Treehouse tries to stay up with what all the cool kids are talking about, AJ says. Yeah, because yeah. all, all the cool kids are talking about ethics and game journalism. <laughs> I I just... I just think you gotta calm down a little bit on this gamergate business. I think I you know, I agree. I think everybody's gotta calm down on it. I just think this is very out of character for Nintendo. To reference what is really... I don't think it's out it, of character for the Paper Mario series. Maybe not for Paper Mario, but for the company in general. Because this is... You know, this no, is a complete, very... This they're is a very completely adult topic. tone deaf to this... To, to Gamergate. Because they, they just... They just fired that girl. That's true. Remember? Well, they're tone deaf to a lot of things, to be honest. What, what was that? There was a girl who... who she, 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 she worked she, for Nintendo. She worked on their marketing team. And she for, had a Twitter account. For, with, with like 2,000 followers or something. For some reason, people blamed her for these quote-unquote censoring that happened with uh, Fire Emblem. Right, because one of the characters' drugs... One of the characters gets drugged and all of a sudden isn't a lesbian anymore. Yeah. Which, yeah, which is, if you, is a little messed up if you think about it. It is messed up. It's not think, messed up for, for Japan because yeah. they're weird over there. Yeah, and I think she said something like... I think she said, like, that's not cool or something... And then everybody blames her for the localization right. problems, even though she's not on the localization team. And then she got fired. Yeah. She didn't do anything didn't wrong. Do anything wrong. Nintendo claims that she got fired for completely different reasons. Yeah, uh, which could be true, but that's another case of them not knowing how to deal with their audience. Yeah, or how to deal with uh, situations like this. So, so I don't think it's that out of character for Nintendo. I think I, I I I think if anything, it's out of character that they did something topical. True. <laughs> that's not like Nintendo. Um, 
I don't know. I just, I again, I think anything Gamergate related is a little just just you say Gamergate and you just get yeah just annihilated. I I tweeted something about Gamergate and there were people searching the words Gamergate on Twitter just to say stuff. Yeah, you know I'm gonna tweet that right. I'm gonna no, I'm don't gonna, don't I don't want to. I'm be... tweeting the words Gamergate and that's it. <laughs> Uh, for the All record, caps. I have no problem if you're for or against it. Um, I don't know what it means to be for or against it. We did an episode it. on I know. it. <laughs> okay, what does it mean to be for Gamergate? Well, all right, game. You can't be really be for or against. All right, just, so what does it mean if you're for Gamergate? It means you're you're if you're for Gamergate, it means you're for um, fairness and ethics in journalism. If you're against it, that means you're against racism and bigotry and sexism. But I, I think both are true. <laughs> I think both seem valid. They are. That's the problem. And they hate each other. So that this is another Republican-Democrat yeah. garbage where nothing will get done. Have you both have valid points. Neither of you are going to do anything right. Have people tried not being assholes? Is that how you even spell Gamergate? Yeah. Okay. Like, is that so hard for people to do? Just, just be nice to just each don't other? Don't be an asshole. Just don't be assholes to people? All right. Well, that was a fun one. Let's talk about movies. Yeah, let's move on to less enraging topics. Let's talk about Batman vs. Superman. I love being enraged, though, especially on this show. <laughs> let's talk about Zack Snyder and uh, his DC, universe, uh, DC Murderverse, which I don't know how it effectively calls it. Because <laughs> everybody murders everybody. I there. love that. Um, uh, I thought it was Murderverse because it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that, too. But no, apparently, um, last Friday, while you were out at E3, um, Warner Brothers invited a whole bunch of journalists, movie journalists, to the set of Justice League in London. Apparently, they started filming. I didn't know. Um, I didn't know that either. They got, to, they got to see them film scenes. They got to see some scenes that were already done. And apparently, it's a very different tone from the last two movies we've gotten. Apparent, like this is apparently going to be lighter, funnier, and just all around more positive than what we've been getting <laughs> from ba- Zack Batman's movies. Just gonna be Adam West. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset if they did that. But no, they're saying like you know they filmed the scene with um, J.K. Simmons as Commissioner Gordon. It was his first day on set, and there were he's a funny guy. Yeah, and they or were you know there were jokes guy. and stuff. Going on, and then they showed a scene of Batman of Bruce Wayne going to meet Barry Allen and confront him as the Flash, and apparently that was really funny. They compared the scene. Barry Allen's supposed to be funny, right? Apparently, like he he's like legitimately hysterical in this. Like his jokes are really good. Um, They're comparing it um, that scene specifically to when Tony Stark meets Spider Man in Civil War. That would be good. Apparently, yeah. um, From the way they're telling it, it looks like. Barry Allen, Ezra Miller's Barry Allen, is going to be the Peter Parker of this movie. I hope that Barry Allen is is the funny part. And maybe Gordon Fine, because I like J.K. Simmons. Yeah. I think he could do that justice. But Batman better not be telling too many jokes. No, no. Superman better not. I mean, Superman is a lighthearted person, yeah. but not in this universe. I feel like him coming back from dead... Like would would brighten him up a little bit. I feel like <laughs> oh, I've seen what happens when you when you. You think dumb. he's gonna come back all electric? <laughs> I w- <laughs> I've never walked out of a movie before. 
If he's electric blue, I will stand up, what scream if, nope, and walk what out. What if he has long hair? If he has the mullet, that's fine. <laughs> Mullet's fine. Okay. Mullet's I hope fine. he has the mullet. I know me too. <laughs> All right, so they're totally doing this because of the reception that the Batman yeah. Superman had. Because people said that it was too dark, mm-hmm. which I don't necessarily agree with. I just think that it was done the wrong way. Like, it was, it was too dark in the way that they did it, if that makes sense. Like, I, like Christopher Nolan's trilogy was dark, but right. it was done really well. Christopher well. Nolan's trilogy, yeah, like, it knew when to be fun and yeah, have fun with it. Yeah, it had some jokes. Yeah. I mean, this, Batman vs. Superman just didn't. Right. There was, like, nothing funny about it. Like, nobody smiled. Nobody, like... Yeah. That, Superman didn't seem like he was having a good time. That doesn't mean make the next one lighthearted. That means just tone it a little bit. Just add a little bit. I mean, you know? I don't think this is gonna be. A, I don't think this is gonna be like from Batman Returns to Batman Forever, where it was a complete one eighty. Right. I think they, you know, they got the message. Um, that's not what we want, and they're gonna, they're gonna change it a little bit. You know, they're gonna change it slowly but surely. I think this is also part of the fact that uh, Jeff Johns is now in charge of DC Films, which is right. good. Um, I think it's very. You know, seeing the box office and the critical reception of Batman vs Superman made it very clear that this is not the way um, we want things going. Uh, Deborah Snyder, the producer and Zack Snyder's wife, um, said, "You know, it was very clear that people don't like to see the superheroes deconstructed. They like to see them, you know, in their prime, in full force, in all their glory." Which is not exactly true. The problem is we don't. The problem isn't that heroes are being deconstructed; it was that they were being deconstructed very badly. Right. So, but I think going the opposite route, showing the heroes in their glory, is a good idea. Especially, you know, most of these heroes haven't been seen on screen before. So let us see them before you deconstruct them. I think, at the core, every superhero story is a deconstruction of the character. Not necessarily. Well, okay, every, at least every superhero movie, because they all get beaten down in the middle. All the good ones. All of them, period. They all come to a point where they're like, I don't know if I can do this. Yeah, I guess. And that's, you know, a deconstruction of character. So if you do that bad, then yeah, you're going to have a bad Well, no. Uh, no, a deconstruction of character is like Iron Man 3. Like, they, they stripped him down completely and they looked at, like, why he does what he does. Like, is it worth doing this? Why did he decide to do or, this? Or, Things like that. Or do they mean so- a deconstruction like they uh made a new character out of it like 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 they everything that makes superman superman they got rid of it and did something else when you deconstruct a character what you're doing is like you're taking that character you look at every single element you strip them you strip the character of every single element and then you build them back up again using the parts that work and maybe some new elements getting rid of the stuff that i would say that that's just what makes a good story yeah, no, it makes a good story, but the thing, like, with, when you talk about superheroes, you know, for the longest time, they didn't do that. It was just, there's a bad guy. Let's try to beat the yeah, bad like guy. Yeah, like the Golden Silver Age. Yeah. Yeah. So. And that's what makes a good superhero story, is, is you, you take a superhero, you throw a bunch of crap at them that ruins them, <laughs> and then they have to deal with it, come out stronger, and they learn a bunch of stuff from it. Right. But I, no. I think Marvel does that the best in their actual comics yeah uh, you know what no dc dc's a dc's better at it than people give them credit for well dc i feel like the the <laughs> they're the 
like the superheroes don't actually learn from it. I feel like in in uh, Marvel they actually ha- have like a lesson. They actually l- learn and are different after the the things that they deal with. To an extent, I mean, you know, Tony Stark's not a drunk anymore, but right. you know, Spider Man's still getting messed up with clones. So, like, uh, Green Green Lantern's, uh, you know, girlfriend or wife got chopped up and left in the fridge. <laughs> Is he really any different after that? <laughs> well, he just got done with um, being a prisoner of war. So I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, He's that, been through a lot. Yeah. Uh, I I put this on my phone so I could save it. Uh, Live to Rock says no. Wally is funny. Barry is uh, boring. I think he said. I lost it. True, it. but you know, even Barry was more lighthearted and upbeat than the rest of the characters of the Justice League. Right. Like he was all like. That's the Flash's thing, though, right? Isn't he like the funny one compared to the, in, everybody in else? The Justice League cartoon, he was. Yeah. He was straight up comic relief in that. Um, but even still, like the Flash is the more is like. The most positive of them. Even more positive than Superman, I would say. Okay. Uh, Frederick says, Justice League trying to be Avengers with a more positive atmosphere. It's true we didn't say anything about Avengers. Well, yeah, because I feel like at this point we should stop doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can't really compare the two. But I think it's obvious that, uh, like, that's where they're going to... That's... What they're gonna draw at least a little bit of inspiration. I feel from like they're they're doing everything they can to not be the Avengers. Right. I think that's a good move. Yeah. But people are saying that it needs to be more positive. Civil War comes out really positive, and people love it. So they're like, I guess we gotta be more positive. Yeah. I think that that's just the obvious thing to do for them. And I, and I think it's interesting. I f- I forgot what the article uh, put it up, but I, I do want to point out usually when the websites do set visits. You know, they do them fairly early, but then they don't release the details of their set visits until, you know, a month or two before the movie comes out. You know, when they're in prime promotion. This is coming out while the movie's still being filmed. So Warner Brothers is very clearly wants to get the message out that they're trying their damnedest to be better. Right. Like, they're doing everything they can to let you guys know that this is this is a whole new... Um, Justice League movie to the point where they're not splitting into two parts anymore. It's just going to be Justice League and then the next one will be whatever. Solid Robin says, fans don't want heroes deconstructed. How about the great deconstruction stories like The Dark Knight Returns, Daredevil, The Man Without Fear, or Spider-Man Blue? Yeah. Yeah. Those are great. Again, like that's what I was talking about. Though, cause it's not that we don't want to see deconstruction stories. We we just want to see them done well. Uh, part of the pro- like part of the problem with Batman vs Superman is they try to do so much without establishing the characters first. Because okay. like even after Man of Steel, we didn't really know who Superman was. That like that Superman was. We didn't know who Batman was. You know, we didn't know who Wonder Woman well, was. Well, you know, here's the thing. They 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 that would have been fine. If they stuck with what we already know about the characters. Right. For example, Spider-Man in Civil War. They gave us nothing on him. They gave us... They actually... They gave us a few words, you know, which was actually very smart. And they didn't give us anything else because they were just expecting us to know a little bit about Spider-Man. And we did. I was like, this is my Spider-Man. This is what I have in my head. Batman was not what I had in my head in Batman vs. Superman. I was just like, why is he killing people? Why is this happening? And even Superman, 
from Man of Steel to this, that's not the Superman I have in my head. Yeah. You know? So you deconstructed a character that is not the one that I think it is. You know? Like, yeah. I have a different idea of this character that you just deconstructed. Yeah. So I'm not following you while you're deconstructing this character. Yeah. Meanwhile, Marvel people, I get these characters. These are my characters. I'm yeah. following you the whole time. Anything else about Justice League? Um, There were some other things. Like, they showed concept art for uh, Aquaman. Apparently, he wears jeans. That's, That's a thing. They talked about uh, the Flash's outfit. Um, it's built on Wayne Tech. Um, and it's, it is kind of... He's going to snap his fingers and there's going to be a freaking suit. It's kind of... Well, apparently, like, he stole it from Wayne Tech. And it's... It's um, oh, sort of nice. like what astronauts wear, you know, so they don't burn up on reentry. Um, and it's, I, mean, I guess what we saw in Batman vs Superman is gonna be like what the Flash. I wonder if it's gonna have a visor. I don't know. I just hope it doesn't look dumb. Uh, people are saying Teen Titans in the chat, like caloric over here. What about Teen Titans? They want to see a Teen Titans movie. You know that would be awesome, but you, you have to you have, see the Teen Titans work in comics because you know they've been established over the course of years. You know, the Teen Titans didn't start until the 60s when Robin and Aqualad and Speedy and Kid Flash and Wonder Girl were already established. So, in order to, in order to stay to the Teen Titans movie, you know, you have to do Justice League. You have to establish all these heroes. You have to establish their sidekicks. And then you have to establish them getting together. And nobody likes staying on sidekicks too long. Yeah. Like, in, you don't have a lot of time in the movie world. Mm-hmm. So, like... Uh, spending time building these psychic characters, like it's very rough to do it without it without it being cheesy. Yeah, I want to move on because I want to keep this under an hour. Yeah, again. Um, let's talk. We got real, fifteen minutes. Go on. Let's talk real quick about Donald Glover and Hal Burris in Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yes, uh, Donald Glover, uh, Childish Gambino. Yes, the person everybody was campaigning to be Miles Morales was just added to the cast. Of uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming, that could mean right. two things: one, that freaking Miles Morales is in Spider-Man: Homecoming, or two, they're just punching all the fans <laughs> in the face. Everybody who wanted Miles Morales, just a big bam. You're not getting Miles Morales. I don't think it's going to be Miles Morales, specifically because Miles Morales is supposed to be much younger than Peter Parker, right. and Donald Glover is significantly older than Tom but, Holland. But he could—he's got a baby face. He does. Um, also, too, there's that rumored Spider-Man animated... That's not rumored, it's confirmed. There's a Spider-Man animated movie that's coming out. That's really rum- that's rumored to have Miles Morales so, as Spider-Man. Wait. I didn't and know they, they were making they an animated movie. They announced the director for it, too. Let me look it up. Is that going to be in the same universe? I don't think so. Is it going to have anything to do with it? That would be cool I, if, they, if Miles Morales was in both. <laughs> yeah. That would be cool. Yeah, they announced it at the same time they announced uh, a Ghostbusters animated movie or TV show, whatever. Oh, God help us. Uh, poor Ghostbusters. Yeah, let me just... Spider-Man the Animated Movie is written by uh, Phil Lord, who, co-direct, who co-directed uh, the Lego Movie in 21 Drum Street. Um, and it's currently making the Han Solo movie. Um, where the hell is his name? Where's the director's name? They announced who the director is. Blur Studios. <laughs> it's not going to be Blur Studios. Uh, Alright, this this article doesn't have it. But yeah, they announced the director for it. And the animated movie is rumored to be about Miles Morales. Okay. 
It, but like that's another one of those rumors that could just be somebody going, "Oh, it's gonna be Miles Morales." I bet you. Well, it makes sense because you know you got yeah Peter Parker in the main movie. Is that Marvel Studios or is that Sony? That's Sony. So again, is it gonna have any sort of ties to? I'm sure the, the, the deal they worked out with Marvel, you know, Marvel gets to use Peter Parker. Sony can use Miles Morales or Spider-Gwen. I mean, they made Spider-Gwen so that Emma Stone can come back and be right. a Spider-Woman. Really? In the comic? Yeah. They made that comic just so that Emma Stone they, can come they back? Made, they, pretty much, they made that comic so that they can find a reason for Emma Stone to come back. Interesting. She was good in that. Movie. She was good. Um, I think that it could be plausible that Sony was like, "Give us Miles Morales, put him in Spider-Man: Homecoming, so that we can take him and make our own movie." Right. So, but it, that would be, you know, again, that would be flipping things because Donald Glover is older than Tom Holland, um, and he looks older than Tom Holland. Meanwhile, Miles Morales is significantly younger than Peter Parker. I think I think they can make Donald Glover look very young. You think like so? Very young, yeah, because he's got a freaking baby face. Yeah, he's got a baby face. You know, they, they can only take you so far. <laughs> like, I'm not going to see a 13 year old up there. I'm right. going to see, you know, he's not going to be 13. He's going to be the same age as uh, Tom Holland. Yeah, because Tom Holland, I think, is not even 20 yet. Yeah, but, but like, he's going to look the same age. All right. And he, even if he's not Miles Morales, he's going to be his friend. All right. He's going to be that young. Yeah. Um, and yes, I know Miles Morales and Peter Parker, two different universes. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. No, no. Oh, he, that happened in the actual... Oh, yes, that yeah. whole situation. Did we ever get a second Spider-Man comic? No. Did, did we ever figure out why at the end of Spider-Man... First, Spider-Man was an amazing yes. comic. Did we ever figure out why at the end the whole Miles Morales thing happened? I don't want to say what it is. I don't know. I don't think so. That's dumb. I should look I'm just going to spoil it for everybody. Hold your ears for like as long as my hand's up. Um. So, at the end of Spider Man, well, Peter Parker goes to the Ultimate Universe, meets Miles Morales. All the stuff happens. Peter Parker goes back to the regular universe, finds out that he goes. Oh, I wonder who Miles Morales is in this universe. Looks it up and goes, "Oh my god!" And then it cuts. Yeah. And we never figured out why he said, "Oh my god." Okay. Spoiler, spoiler alert's over. Yeah. Uh, and Hannibal Burst is just. Oh funny. yeah, Hannibal Burris. He's funny as hell, so, so that'll be so, awesome. <laughs> somebody said it was the top comment on Reddit. It said he's gonna play the guy that goes, "Hey, Spider Man, stealing that guy's pizza." Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Spider Man goes, oh, no. Peter Parker goes into the alleyway with the pizza, yeah. and then he comes out as Spider Man holding the pizza, and this black dude just goes, "Hey, Spider Man, stealing that guy's pizza," <laughs> and he kind of looks like Hannibal Burris. Uh. Actually, kind of looks like the guy from Hootie and the Blowfish. Darius Rucker. Darius Rucker. Hootie. Um, but no. He's going to be awesome. Yeah. I love Hannibal Burris. He was good in Neighbors and Neighbors 2. You saw Neighbors? I saw Neighbors. Yeah, I saw both of them. Why did you see Neighbors? Well, Neighbors 1 is straight up awesome. And Neighbors it 2. It is good? Yeah. Wow. Neighbors 2. Actually, not bad. Really? Yeah. I'm very surprised. Yeah. Yeah, no. Neighbors is hysterical. No, I got to see it. Uh, Where are we here? Uh, Sony could have asked for the rights to Spider-Man to the Spider-Man game. Solid. 
Robin says. Uh, yeah, I think um, the reason why Spider-Man is a PS4 exclusive right now has something to do with... Uh, Definitely. Yeah. I think I think that's going to be awesome. Yeah. The Spider-Man game is going to be awesome. I think it's fine that it's mm-hmm. Sony exclusive because I have a PlayStation. <laughs> so I don't care. I'm going to move on so we can do this real quick. All right. Uh, uh, do you want to talk about Rogue One? Yes, we got to do that quick. Okay. I forgot about Rogue One. So they announced pretty much the entire cast of Rogue One. Um, and I'm going to... Uh, butcher all their names, pretty much. Um, Felicity Jones is playing Jin Erso. We knew that already. Um, Captain Cassian Andor is Diego Luna. He's a by-the-book rebel officer who t- is teams with Jin. Um, Donnie Yen, and um, this is where the butchering comes in. Uh, Chirrut Imwe. The Star Wars show s- pronounced all these names properly. I should have watched that in preparation <laughs> for this. Um, yeah, Donnie Wen is Chir- Chirrut Imwi, uh, a warrior monk who is blind, and he doesn't use the Force, but he believes in it. Um, Jine Wen is um, Baz Malbus, uh, who is a close friend of Donnie Yen's character, because I'm not saying that again, um, <laughs> who doesn't quite share his spiritual beliefs. Um, Rid- it's another one of those, uh, the Force is hokey yeah whatever. it's a uh, han solo uh right well Obi-Wan this yeah this takes place like thing. 10 minutes before a uh, new hope so right. um riz ahmed is playing uh bodhi rook who is the lead rebel pilot uh alan tudyk is k2so the droid character in, in the movie the motion captured uh droid character um Described as described by Gareth Edwards as Chewbacca's personality in a droid's body. Interesting. Yeah. Who just doesn't give a damn what you think. He's a big droid, right? Yeah. He's yeah. like seven foot tall. And he you is? can't teach that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Something like that. I think he was big, but I didn't yeah. know he was that big. I, I'm, I might be exaggerating. I think you're exaggerating. Uh, I think he's like knee height. <laughs> <laughs> he's not that. Mads Mikkelsen is a Galen or so, Jin's father. Um, who is Galen. A, yeah. Not. There you go. No, there you go, Galen. Galen Merrick is Galen. Star Killer. Uh, Galen Erso is Jin's father, who is a scientist that works who, that's work as desired by both the rebels and the Empire. So that'll be interesting. And Ben Mendelssohn is Director Orson Krennic, an ambitious Imperial officer. Uh, he's hoping to catch the favor of the Empire while not pissing off Darth, Darth Vader. Ooh. That will be interesting. Now. Um, they left off Forrest Whitaker's character in the initial press release. They announced it later in the day. That's weird. Yes. Forrest Whitaker is playing uh, Saw Gurana, and I know I'm pronouncing that wrong. They're uh, all actually alien names. So Yeah. Uh, but Saw Gurana was first seen in the fifth season of the Clone Wars cartoon. So Forrest Whitaker is playing a character who has appeared before and it looked like that interesting <laughs> yeah it looked like that that doesn't look anything like forest worker but that's interesting yeah i wonder if we're gonna see other characters that have appeared before. i don't know they confirmed that darth vader is in the movie right they confirmed i'm pretty sure they confirmed that before they like hinted at it this is them flat out saying like yes darth vader is in the movie okay also i think what's interesting is all of the they have the cover of Entertainment Weekly? Yeah. All of the ships and vehicles and stuff are new. They're brand new. Yes. They're variations of the AT-ATs called something else. It's like uh, ATCAT because yeah. it's like a cargo 
transport. And then the TIE fighters are a variation of a TIE fighter. Yeah. I, I think that, like, they keep doing this. Like, <laughs> this is, like, how or like how much before episode four is this it's not long before no so like they don't have the same ships they don't have the same i know like yeah like, why didn't we see this in episode four the tie strikers is what they're called yeah like we, we didn't, we've never seen these tie strikers. like just i just have the same stuff like you didn't have to go crazy <laughs> like i get it it's a new movie but like I, to be fair the trailer looked like episode four five yeah. and six like I, I was like that is that time period yeah and they did a really good job yeah i can't wait i mean i don't i mean i'm not one of those people who think the reshoots are anything to be you know worked up over right but i mean the tone of that first trailer like it was just it hit every i am single a, i am a little worried about the tone yeah yeah because i want a dark I, I'm, this should, I'm ready for a dark this should movie. be darker than in force awakens um like I said, I'm not too worried about the reshoots. Right. I think, um, I think it'll be okay. Um, I, for, I forget it was if it was Alan Horn or Robert Iger, the one of the guys who runs Disney, says he saw it already, and he saw it and he's seen like other stuff from it. And he says it, it's fine. One of the dudes who runs Disney. Yeah. Well, he runs Disney, of course. He <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> All right. Anybody got anything to say about Star Wars? So no Galen Merrick, a.k.a. Starkiller, Tebby says. No. I guess not. I think they're going to rip from that they, story a lot. Because they might crib from it, yeah. The blind dude is 100% the blind dude from, uh, yeah. from Force, Force Awakens. Force, Force Unleashed. Uh, Force Unleashed. So, yeah. I, th- I think they're going to steal well, stuff. Yeah, Just like well, they're going to steal stuff from the Expanded Universe and stuff. Well, Ben Mendelsohn's character looks like Admiral Thrawn. Just he isn't blue. Mm-hmm. So yeah, exactly. He should have just been thrown. Yeah, would have gone nuts. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, okay, so. Oh, and Tavia wants Admiral Thrawn. Look at that. There we go. Let's go. Let's go here. You guys, ask us questions and stuff, while we answer questions. I got last week's comments up. Okay. You get the Twitter hashtag up usually nothing's over there yeah for you guys who are new we answer questions from the chat i mean we answer questions from the chat we answer questions from the comments of the previous wolf den live so if you're listening to this afterwards on soundcloud itunes or google play just go to the comments and write your comment on youtube or use the hashtag wolf den live spell it correctly or i will kill you. He won't do that. Uh, nothing on Twitter. Uh, while you're looking, I just want to bring up... Um, they announced that Brian Cranston is going to be Zordon in the Power Rangers movie. That's awesome. I've got nothing bad to say about that. <laughs> oh, yes, that is awesome. Then That makes Brian Cranston the first person from the original series to be in the new movie. First person. Oh yeah, because he was like a, a, was a B vo- character. Or something. He was the voice of two of the monsters, and they named uh, Billy after him, Billy Cranston. Ah, I thought that was it because he tweeted that. Yeah, like what did they name Billy after? And it was like a joke, but I didn't know that they did that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so comments from previous Wolf Den live. 
Solo Fox says, I have two 4K TVs. I loved the one in the living room so much, I bought one for the bedroom. I'm telling you, they pic- the picture is beautiful. Although the only 4K videos I have are on Netflix right now or YouTube. But I promise you, once you watch some gameplay footage in 4K, you will want a console capable of 4K gaming. So I am so excited for this. He's talking about Xbox yeah. Scorpio. I'm sure the 4K TVs will be super cheap by next year, so I think a lot of people will make the switch. Anyways, I love the show, guys, and I'm sure you guys will have many more subscribers in the coming years. Thank you Thank very you. much. I do, I do want to say, going off the 4K thing, they announced a special 4K Blu-ray of Batman vs. Superman. It's going to be the first officially released, uh, I think it's called like Ultra HD Blu-ray. 100 gigabytes Damn. on that disc. One disc? One disc. Damn, that's awesome. Gigs. That's crazy. I will say that I have seen 60 frames per second gameplay, and I still don't care <laughs> if I only get 30 frames per second. Yeah. So I don't think I will care about 4K, except that you're right. Next year, I think that 4K will be a lot more accessible. Yeah. I honestly was a little disappointed when we got these consoles that they weren't 4K capable because I knew that 4K was coming very soon. But I have consoles already. I'm not really going to care about a graphical leap like that unless the games run faster. Yeah. Also, too, none of the TVs in this house are 4K. Exactly. TVs. Like, So I, we're not going to reap any benefits from it. I want a 4K monitor, kind of, but I, there's a lot of things I need in a monitor that are just not possible to get a cheap one. Yeah. And I'm just not going to do it. Um, seeing some comments here. Um, nothing on Twitter, right? Nothing on Twitter. Tevia, any... Any opinion on Marvel doing Marvel now again? Because in my opinion, I am sick and tired of this BS. Um, I think Marvel is scared because DC Rebirth is doing better than people expected. So they, they need to do something. And Marvel now was originally a success, so they figured do it again. Um, along that line, uh, Rael, are you reading Rebirth? Comment, please. Uh, I am. I haven't read anything recent yet, but I read all the Rebirth number one specials, they're all really good. Um, Wonder Woman, Batman, Detective, the Superman books. Uh, Green Arrow, surprisingly, was the best of the bunch. Green Arrow? Green said? Arrow. I saw Greg Miller like tweet yeah. out a picture of Green Arrow getting with Black Canary, and he was like, this is amazing. I don't want to go into too much, because uh, spoiler alert, next week my video will be on um, the first month of Rebirth. And just, like, how all the titles are. And, like, what you expect from each title. So, stay tuned for that. But, suffice to say, so far, Rebirth is very good. Did you say if you were going to be on Wolf Den Live next week? Uh, I did not. So, you don't know yet? I don't know yet. Okay. I'll be here. He'll be it, here. It'll be happening. We just don't know if you'll be here. Um, you'll be in Kentucky. Yes. Damien asks, Bob, explain... Uh, expectations for destiny 2 2017 uh no expectations i <laughs> uh, i guess they need to just make the same game again really with new <laughs> stuff because we just need more stuff to do in that game uh and yeah like they've iterated on it so much that it's gonna be good no matter what basically i we need more story basically make a destiny 2 in the same vein that you would make in the dlcs and everything will be fine. Obviously, we're going to need new uh, subclasses because that'll just make it more interesting. But hopefully, we can bring our characters over and stuff. 
it's it's like an MMO. It's it's like an MMO. You gotta bring all of the same stuff over and add a whole bunch of new stuff. I honestly just don't even think they should make a Destiny two. They should just make another big expansion and change a lot of things. Uh, blah blah blah. Tabby uh, says we need more story. I hope he's talking about Destiny. Gavin Roberts asked me on uh, Twitter what even is Marvel Now. I've seen promos for it and I'm still confused. Marvel Now was originally just like their relaunch initiative. They relaunched all their books under the banner Marvel Now because it's like this is what's happening in Marvel now. Um, and they're doing it again. <laughs> you know, they've been, you know, they do it all the time. They have the dumbest names for their initiatives. It was Marvel Now. Then there was all new Marvel Now. Then there was all new, all different Marvel Now. <laughs> and now it's Marvel Now again. Sonic the Headshot. Is the PlayStation Neo going to have a better processor? Yes. Yes. It's going to have actually a much better processor than the old, old, the current PlayStation yeah. 4. So that is a big reason why I want it because it would have better load times. Another big reason is for VR because I do want to get a uh, PlayStation VR. Yo, I'm going to totally steal your PSVR to play Star Wars and Batman. Just to let you know. Okay. Oh, another thing. Best Buy has... You can set up an appointment to go try PlayStation VR. It starts, like, tomorrow. Really? Yeah, so we got to do that. Because... You got to do that. I'm not trying out a PSVR and a Best Buy. Fine, I'll do it. Because I need to try it. I, yeah. I got I get screwed every single time I demo VR. I walked past um, the Microsoft store in the mall, and they... They had they had a yeah, they vibe, a vibe demo. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. All right, we got one more question. Okay. Bob, Bob, Bob. Why is Bob's Twitter not working? Oh, so here's the thing. Okay. My Twitter. If I tweet at you, or I favorite one of your things, or I retweet one of your things, you won't get a notification. You have to go to that thing and look at the, like scroll down and see if there's any tweets from me or something. I don't know why. Was I marked as spam too many times from somebody? Did somebody like maliciously attack my Twitter account? Like, I don't know. My own girlfriend doesn't get my likes or retweets or mentions. He doesn't get anything. Nope. It's our own Twitter account doesn't get notifications from me. It's just I'm like a ghost. And Twitter is my main source uh, form of social media. So life's a toilet, guys. Yep. Everybody tweet at support, which is Twitter's support, and say give Bob Wolf his mentions and his replies back. God damn it. Uh, that's it. Oh, Best E3 reveal, Lift Rock says. This is the last one. Best E3 reveal. I know I'm missing something. Spider-Man actually shocked me. Yeah. Even though there was rumors of that happening anyway. Yeah. But I was like, whoa. Like this, and this looks good. That's supposedly coming out. Well, people are saying it's going to come out a tie-in with the movie. Yeah. And... Some people were saying that's way too soon, but this game looks like it's a lot was done. Apparently, it was running in engine in real time. Yeah, a lot of that is is garbage. <laughs> I think. Well, they said it was actual gameplay. Yeah, it's heavily scripted. Oh yeah, it's heavily scripted gameplay. But Homecoming comes out July seventh next year. I totally think it's it's coming out with that. Yeah, or that it's trying to come out with that. I hope they don't fart it out. But a best E three reveal. Damn. Oh. oh. Go ahead. Uh, Kojima coming out. Oh, yeah. It was crazy, because I was expecting nothing from yeah. that. What else? Did, oh, and Crash Bandicoot. 
So God, I don't know what the best reveal would be. What do you think? We happy few. I didn't. I still haven't seen anything it's, about that. That was that was really good. That was really well done. Yeah, I'll have to look into yeah. that. Uh, but no, the only thing that like actually like sits in my head is the Spider-Man one. But probably because we just talked about it, so I don't really know. Yeah. Walking away out of E3, I just all I want to do is play Trials of the Blood Dragon, but I have to buy it and actually sit down and play it. Uh, for real quick, it was announced that uh, Michael Mondo has joined the cast of Spider-Man Homecoming. He, for those of you who don't know, was Vaz Montenegro in Far Cry 3. Oh, really? Yep. Wow, he's awesome. Yep. The bad guy. The bad guy. Far Cry 3. He's amazing. He's also Nacho Varga in Better Call Saul, so... So he's gonna be a bad guy. Oh, yeah, probably. That's awesome. Shocker? The shocker? <laughs> That'd be awesome. All right, goodbye, everybody. All right, so, remember... We'll answer your comments on the YouTube archive, which will be up on Thursday. Yeah. Um, we will answer tweets from Wolf, hashtag WolfDenLive, spelt correctly. Yeah. Uh, tweet at our own Twitter accounts. Listen to this on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Google Play. Uh, favorite us on there. You know, star, Give stars, comments, all that garbage. Um, what else do we got? Do videos every single yep. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Right now, I'm going to go stream in like an hour because I got to go take a huge dump. It usually takes an hour to do that. Yeah, it takes a whole hour to do that. Um, and then I'll stream the drawing of the thumbnail. Did I cover everything? Yeah, I think you did. All right, guys. Thanks All for right. being here. Thanks so much. And um, yeah, I'll see you next time. See you next time on Bye. Wolfden. Bennett Wolfden now over 15,000 subscribers.